0: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that a younger product? It's going to be Jeff. The Green Rise to the Top for oh, you. Yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Each sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we
1: are
2: the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 337 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episode of Wrestling Figure Podcast going today. My name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello.
0: Scott, you are remote today. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm international podcasting, if you will, Jeff.
2: Technically, it's not international because you didn't go over the Rockies.
0: Look, anytime I'm outside of Tracy, as far as I'm concerned with the price of gas, (laughs) that's international, dude.
2: Touche. (laughs) Touche.
0: Yeah, I'm in Palm Springs. Uh, We actually did a Disneyland trip over the weekend. That was a surprise for Peyton. And that led into coming to Palm Springs on Monday and we got here, well, we're recording Tuesday, spoiler alert. Uh, we got here yesterday and it has been in the low hundreds oh, since you nice. rolled into town. Yeah, I went outside today. It was a, uh, a crisp, brisk, 106 outside, which was Ooh. lovely. Ooh. Yeah, it's like you walk outside, you feel like you're melting. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a Cali boy. Still technically in California, it's Palm Springs, but it's the desert. And I'm used to like a little bit cooler, although Tracy can get pretty hot. But anyway, Palm Springs is roasting out here. Peyton's got competition this week. It's nationals. So this is basically the end of the year, like the big event, the WrestleMania of dance, if you will. (laughs) So she's got that going on this week. She danced her solo today, got a platinum kicked ass. Super proud of her. But I do have a funny story for you, Jeff. Sure, go for it. I saw Big Josh's mom when I went and watched Peyton's solo. Okay. And the first thing she tells me is, You're going to be so impressed because big Josh brought his ring and his Spider-Man suitcase full of all of his wrestling figures.
2: Oh my God.
0: Little dude had to bring his ring and figures on vacation. Just like little Jeff and little Scott did way back in the eighties and early nineties, because we could not leave the house without the figures. Big Josh did the same thing. I love that kid. That is awesome. And I dude, I was like, I don't know what you just said, but you touched his brother's heart.
2: (laughs) You know, what's funny, dude, is as you were telling that story, I started thinking about when mom used to have to pack the 1970s luggage, you know, the the brown (laughs) luggage and the yellow, and they had to pack it around the ring in the big LJNs. I just started, that started going through my head while you were telling that story and uh, kudos to big Josh bringing his figures on vacation.
0: Yeah, it just, it immediately took me back. And I literally heard this story like two hours ago. And as soon as she told me, I was like, I have to tell Jeff this on the show. It just, it blew me away. And it totally took me back to when we used to go to Disneyland. And I'll never get that image of mom out of my head where I'm looking at the trunk of the car and it was a humongous trunk. Like you said, big old car, all this humongous luggage. Mom is literally standing inside the trunk. Dead center of the trunk is the LJN ring heaped with about 50 pounds of rubber LJN wrestling figures. And mom is literally standing in the trunk, packing all of the luggage around this ring and figures because we could not leave the house without them. And so I totally get where big Josh is coming from.
2: And the funny thing is, is we were so tired when we would get back from Disneyland at night that we would never play with the figures because we would just, <laughs> yeah. we would literally, because we were walking around basically all day Yes, and we would sit down and you would feel bad if you didn't play with the figures, but at the same time, you were so exhausted from walking around the park in the heat all day.
0: <laughs> yeah, mom, you can't possibly expect me to play with these wrestling figures. <laughs> I'm wiped out. And she's like, "God damn it, I didn't pack those for nothing. You better play with those. <laughs> you
2: better play with it." She turns into <laughs> Vince McMahon. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, great story, man. Great story. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable Instagram, Fully Posable W F. You can also get our shirts from Pro Wrestling Tees and Whatamaneuver.net. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. You can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to WFP at gmail.com. All right, Scott, a few little tidbits that happened over the few days that we didn't record. Cameron Grimes' figure was officially shown off on Ringside's Twitter page, Instagram page, Facebook page. It is cardboard opening with a plastic behind it. Cameron Grimes right there.
0: Nice. So we're not in the age of all all cardboard yet, essentially. All paper. Okay, good.
2: Hasbro is, but not Mattel yet.
0: Excellent. So man, this is kind of the last run. It feels like, right? We maybe have another year. Maybe I would guess before we're switching to all cardboard. We've, I I feel like honestly, we've beat this conversation to death and I don't know many people that are indifferent towards it. I know the loose collectors don't really care, but for the MOC people, I really feel like we've hammered our points home. So I don't feel like we really need to put any more time into it. It's more for the MOC guys, for the autograph collectors, enjoy this while you can get it. Because I would guess we maybe, maybe have a year, maybe less before everything is just cardboard and no plastic, which is crapping on your autograph collections. But like I said, enjoy it while you can, because it's definitely going away.
2: Also, thank you to Keith Brockis for sending this over. I missed this. Bill McKenna, Instagrammed out happy 4th of July from last year's Mattel WWSDCC exclusive. And he has the slaughter as the picture. We will be revealing what our exclusive will be for this year's show very soon. And I guarantee minds will be blown. Hmm.
0: Minds will be blown.
2: This is only prediction. We don't know over here.
0: I'm going to say Tyson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mr. T was a shocker when they did that one. I don't think anybody really saw Mr. T coming out, man, Liberace. No, no. <laughs> Muhammad Ali.
2: No, no. Steve
0: Allen. <laughs>
2: Steve Allen. <laughs> with a piano accessory. Now, if they came out with Bob
0: Euchre, I'm all in. Oh, dude. abso freaking lutely Just saying, I would be all in. Dude, how great would it be if they did a Euchre and Vanna White two-pack?
2: <laughs> what do you keep calling her? Vance White or something like that?
0: <laughs> Who's this guy, Vance White? <laughs> dude, Euchre's the best. Oh, dude. I love that guy.
2: And it's funny too, because Artie and Norm tell this Bob Euchre story about how it was like a spring training game and Norm and Artie got invited up to the broadcasting booth. And I won't go into the full detail. Artie tells the story the best, but basically, Euchre would call a play that just happened and be like, and. Ground out to second, throw on to first, and they got him in time. And then he would mute his mic and he would be looking at some girl that we'd be walking throughout the stands and be like, hey, check that one out. You know, (laughs) oh gosh. (laughs) That's the PG version. Understood. (laughs) Artie and Norm tell the R version, which is hilarious.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great, dude. Oh my gosh. Just a total throwback. But okay, so you're saying Tyson. Yep.
2: That's my guess. Hmm. Although, should we read into minds being blown?
0: Yeah, see, that's where I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. Is that code for something or is he just like, you guys are going to love it? Like, maybe he's not giving any kind of hints with that. It's just like, should we be thinking explosion? (laughs)
2: Explosion? You mean like the exploding
0: boat on a... Well, I'm thinking like atom bomb. Mm,
2: No, as much as I love atom bomb, I don't think it would be atom bomb.
0: Yeah, it would have to be a bigger name. And it's usually coming out of left field, like that slaughter from last year was was definitely mind-blowing. Man, you got to wonder, are they going to go love letter to something like they did last year with LJN? Uh,
2: they could.
0: Could it be one of their superstars? Like it won't even be like an elite scale figure. It'll be something along the line of maybe more like a superstars?
2: Possibly. So I did post this on Twitter and did get some feedback. Bevan Boychek says, I feel like something to go with the Mattel Creations new gen ring. Maybe a new ultimate hitman? Question mark. Oh, goodness. Uh, Brad Duke said, hopefully they will make enough for all the fans and the bots to get one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they seem to have corrected that, but they need to knock it back down to one per person. That's what wiped them out last year and the G.I. Joe competition.
2: A Colossus Nick said, a retro hawk and animal tag team set in gold chrome SummerSlam 92 shoulder pads. Yes, please. Soda Hunter said Rhythm and Blues, Greg Valentine. Ooh,
0: oh, okay. Yeah, that would be mind blown. But doesn't isn't it Cella that's coming out with that one? Yes, you're correct.
2: Chella's coming out.
0: Yeah. So I don't know that Hasbro or that Mattel would want to touch that one. Steve
2: Hoker said the Hogan and Macho gears, basically SummerSlam
0: 88 gear. Which we talked about with Rad Chad and Keith. Yep, exactly. A couple of weeks back. Yeah, no, I would love to see that, but I would hate to see that be a an exclusive. That's one that you would want mass released.
2: We're only a couple of weeks away. So we're going to find out soon enough.
0: I like your call on Tyson, dude. I'm thinking, because Mr. T was a big one. I've been saying Tyson for like a year now. And I feel that the time has come for Tyson. Like they need to do a Tyson figure. Specifically, like with the DX shirt from yep. WrestleMania 14. I think that would be perfect. Otherwise, give me uh, Steve Allen with the uh, piano, please. I can't turn down a piano accessory. That would just be incredible. Also,
2: this past week, we released two episodes in one day. It was episode 336 with the great Dylan from Wrestling Figure Database and a special interview with Matt Cardona regarding their Super 7 figures and also a question that came in at the end of the show, Scott. And I want to get your opinion on this because it led to a fun banter at the end of the show. Okay. Okay. So we were talking about Super 7 and Matt said, how do you feel about taking a Super 7 Disney figure like Mickey and the Sorcerer, taking that to Disneyland or Disney World and getting Mickey to sign the Super 7 figure? He said that a couple of their listeners from the Major Wrestling Figure podcast, a couple of their listeners did go and do that. So I answered on the show. What, how I felt, but I was curious. What do you think about that?
0: As an autograph collector, I don't think it makes a difference if you're a five-year-old kid or a 48-year-old man. Like, who cares? You're getting an autograph on something. A five-year-old walks up to Mickey with an autograph book that you buy inside the park. Mickey signs it, you're on your way. As a 48-year-old man, you're walking up to Mickey with a figure and he puts his autograph on that and you hang it up because obviously you're a, you're a huge Disney mark if you're doing something like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think that that's great. I fully condone it. I've, it's no different to me than getting a GI Joe figure signed by the person that voiced them in the cartoon. What's the difference if it's a character signing? Cause I think they have to practice a signature. They do. It, right. So it's going to be pretty uniform. So, I mean, not that anybody is sending off a Mickey figure to get graded and certified, right? <laughs> like was this really signed in Disneyland? Um, I don't see any issue with it at all. I think that actually that's a really, really cool idea. And I'm hundred percent for it.
2: So what I said is I would rather take a super seven figure and get it signed by the voice actor. So if, for example, Optimus and Megatron are going to be here. I would be tempted to get their super seven figures and drive up to Sacramento. Are you going? I don't
0: think so, dude. I, okay. You know, uh, Chad Ecto Young is I, all about that. If you end up going,
2: I know, man, but you know, the cost of everything, their autographs aren't cheap. Right. Then I have to get the figure. Well, I, and I don't think the Megatron has come out yet, so I can't get Megatron signed. I would just be getting Optimus signed. Check BBTS. Okay.
0: That would be the spot I would go to for the Transformers Ultimates. Uh, here's the thing to think about, right? Those guys are doing voice voices for the Transformers in the 80s. Yeah. It's one of those things you don't want to wait too long. So if you're even thinking about it, you don't and from what Chad was saying, these guys don't do a ton of signings. Right. I think that that is an amazing idea to get those two figures signed by the voice actors. Mm -hmm. I think if you're even contemplating it, dude, you should go. Yes. It's going to cost you in gas. Yes. It's going to be an expensive signature, but look at the payoff at the end of it. You're going to be so happy. You did it. You love transformers as a kid. I I didn't go see the movie in the theaters. You did.
2: I know I'm still heartbroken over it.
0: Well, everybody is. Somebody mentions Optimus dying. You're like, Whoa, too soon. (laughs) Quiet over there. Um, you should go, you should absolutely do it. But as far as like getting a figure signed, I think that's a great touch. I think it actually adds a lot. Like super seven has great packaging already, right. and I would imagine they're having to do paint pen on the cardboard, but regardless, I think that that's a great idea. I think it looks fantastic. So yeah, hundred percent for it. And I see nothing wrong with it.
2: Okay. Cause that's what I said. If you get the ultimates, let's say you get a sorcerer Mickey or
0: whatever Mickey you get. You can even go the reactions. You don't have to spend the sixty bucks on the figure. You can just go ultimates and spend like twenty, or you can go reaction and spend twenty.
2: So what I was thinking is, is like that's somebody's collection. That means a lot to them. Yeah. So you drop the money on the ultimates. You drop the money on getting into the park to yeah. get to get that sign. You know, that's your collection. That means something to you. Go for it.
0: Yeah, that's like your super ticket to like WrestleCon. You go in, you get all the characters autographs for free.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you guys want to listen to a fun interview, the reactions have been fantastic. Go back and listen to the Matt Cardona with myself. As Scott said, he was down at Disneyland, couldn't make the interview, but go back, listen to that interview. Everybody's been raving about it. Thank you to everybody that's reached out. Uh, Matt and I had a great time. Uh, well, I had a great time. I hope Matt had a good time, but, <laughs> <laughs> but the show was a lot of fun. So go and give that a listen. If you haven't just yet, Scott, we'll just get into the news real, real quick. Cause we don't have that much. And plus you're on vacation, you're remote.
0: Yes, I'm actually, where I'm sitting inside of the the room here, I'm sitting across from the kitchen and we hit up Total Wine yesterday and loaded up a box because we're going to be here for like five or six days. Right. So I'm currently looking at a bottle of vodka, a bottle of Blackened, and a bottle of Sweet and Sour. And as we're talking, these things are literally staring, right? I'm sitting across from them. So a couple of weeks ago, we had Rad, Chad, and Keith on. I made a drink, and now these things are staring me in the face. So you mentioned vacation. I'm very tempted to do it again.
2: The Winking the brown eye at you.
0: <laughs> yeah, the blackened eye. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> I won't go any further with that one.
0: <laughs> it's the whiskey, uh, the blackened. I know. Or, where's your mind
2: at? Uh, I don't know. Let's move into the news. Moving on. Uh, let's get into a little Funko news. Now, this was actually a tweet from Masked Republic. Kevin Kleinrock over there they sent out a tweet master public did according to what Funko tells our licensing agents, they will only do WWE pops in the wrestling space now. So for wrestling, they're only doing WWE. They're not doing anything else.
0: Oh, so Funko's not getting involved with AEW impact ROH. Nope. And JPW, none of that. Correct. Interesting. So I wonder if this increases the value of the young bucks and Kenny Omega, I think they had a Cody too, right? They did a Cody. Yeah. So I wonder if this increases the value of the AEW Funkos.
2: I don't think it would for Cody because I could see Cody getting another Funko.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. But young, young
2: bucks and Kenny. Absolutely.
0: Okay. I wonder who facilitated that. If it was WWE went to them and said, Hey, only do us or a Funko went to WWE and was like, Hey, we'd only like to do you guys. We don't want to do anybody else. I wonder who facilitated that conversation.
2: I don't know. We got to get somebody who's on the in on the show.
0: Yeah, Funko Freddy, if you're listening.
2: He's the worst interview. <laughs> just sits there, does nothing with that floppy head. You're so quiet. <laughs> All right, let's go over to Rush Collectibles with their retro style figures. They showed off a rendering of James Storm. And just recently, they announced Mil Muertes from Lucha Underground. Oh. So, yeah. So huge get right there. That figure's going to look great.
0: Very nice. Okay.
2: Yeah. Great job guys. That is it for the news. Scott, it is time to jump into the nostalgia segment. We're going to go back to WWE elite series next week. We'll see what GBM wants to do because GBM will be on next week, but this week we're getting back into the elite line 57. Let's do it. Before we get into WWE Elite Series 57, we want everyone to head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Over there, they have 96% of the figures ever made for <laughs> wrestling over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. That actually came from Dylan, so it's 96%. Not
0: 33 and a third percent. No, 96%.
2: No, that's our combined brain, dude.
0: It's 30. Correct. Yes. Shared. Yes.
2: <laughs> but over on wrestling figure database, we want you guys to go over to the WWE section, go to the main elite line section and look for 51 to 100, and then scroll through till you find the figures for WWE elite series 57. So again, head on over to wrestling figure dot Scott take it away.
0: Yes, sir. WWE Mattel Elite Series 57 consisted of Baron Corbin. He had his black pants on, blue Money in the Bank briefcase, and a black soft goods Baron Corbin shirt. Jeff Hardy, black pants, white and black armbands, reborn by fate shirt. Scotty Too Hotty, he was in his yellow, black, and gray camo pants, came with a blue hat accessory with his hair sticking up the top, you know, Scotty Tuhati's look. Sunglasses and a yellow baseball jersey. Seth Freakin Rollins in his gold gear from WrestleMania 33. He came with a flaming torch that he had used at the beginning of the match. Shinsuke Nakamura, red pants, strong style, soft, good shirt. And finally, Ty Dillinger. Maybe one of the best figures in the line there, Jeff. Possibly. Purple gear. Great looking head sculpt and his black entrance jacket. Poly Pocket style, of course, not soft goods. And that rounds out WWE Elite Series 57.
2: This is funny. I'm just looking over this series and I keep thinking about all the times that I saw this at the stores, whether it'd be Target or Walmart. And I'm going to get into eBay listings, but some of these eBay listings are actually really shocking.
0: Uh, I read your eBay listings and could not believe it.
2: It's astounding. Almost insulting. <laughs>
0: no, I'm just kidding. It's not insulting. It is shocking though.
2: It is very shocking. So, before we move on, favorite figure from the series?
0: I I think I'm going to go with Ty Dillinger. I think that that figure is outstanding. The entrance jacket, his gear, his haircut. I think the sculpt is great. Ty Dillinger is a favorite for me out of this one.
2: I actually really like the Scotty Two Hottie. It's one of the best Scotty Two Hotties, if not the best Scotty Two Hottie ever made.
0: Ooh, Rulers of the Ring Jacks might be on the phone for you. Oh, what, what did they have to say? You could be wrong. Oh, remember that one, dude? That one was in the black and white gear or the black, white and red gear. And I, I know which one you're talking about. And it was- Rikishi good. was in the same assortment. That's what made it awesome because it was all of too cool. It, it was a good series. Great series, dude. I thought that's one of my favorite figures of Scotty actually is that one, the rulers of the ring.
2: I uh, Okay. All
0: right. All right. This is more of um, like Scotty when he was doing his singles run. And then when he was teaming with Rikishi later, like that's that version. So maybe we're talking two different versions here.
2: Yeah. True. I actually really like this one. I, the deco on it, the hat, the glasses. I, I just love everything about this figure.
0: Oh, it's really well done. Yeah. Mattel killed it on him for sure.
2: So I actually think Scotty is the best figure in this. Okay. I would have said Seth Rollins, but they used a different head sculpt on him. Uh, yeah.
0: It was a different.
2: It was a weird one. I love the WrestleMania 33 gear. Yeah. Loved how it came out with a torch. Well, Seth came with the torch. I think it's a great figure. It's just something about that head sculpt that they used.
0: Yeah. Yeah. His arms look weird too. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. That's a good point. If you look at the the figure in the package and like the arms just look weird. Like, I I don't know. It's just, it's good, but it's not, they've done way better. Seth Like see money in the bank exclusive. Like that one's way better. This one's just okay. Love the gear though. You're right.
2: All right. So we are going to go over some eBay listings so for Baron Corbin with the blue money in the bank briefcase, Corbin soft, good shirt last sold eBay listing was not mint on card, but was loose. Complete last sold listing was April 10th for 24 99 on a buy it. Now
0: huh. somebody really wanted Corbin with hair.
2: I know dude. I, why would they pay 24 99 for Corbin? <laughs> there's so many Corbin figures out there.
0: I mean, it's good. There's no, there's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. It's a yeah. good Corbin figure, but man, yeah, like you said, lots of other ones out there. I'd be waiting for the Happy Corbins.
2: Jeff Hardy Reborn by Fate t-shirt. Last sold eBay listing was May 29th for 39.99. That sounds about right.
0: Yeah, it's it's not funny about the Hardys. They retain value like mad. Uh-huh. Their figures, they they still sell a ton of merch like no matter what they do over the years. And hopefully Jeff gets the help he needs and he comes back and he's better than ever. But there is just something about the Hardy Boys. It will not go away. The, the Hardy Boys phenomena is just, it's never gonna go anywhere, dude. It's, it's here to stay. It's gonna live forever. Their merch is always gonna sell. It's insane to me how crazy people still are for the Hardys. And look, I'm here for it. I love the Hardy Boys myself, but it's just insane to me. Like It's one of those gimmicks that has lasted and it's it stood the test of time. It's proven. It makes money. And here we are in 2022, still Hardy Boys merch moves like nobody's business. That's amazing to me because those guys have been going since what main run WWF, like 97, 97, 98. Unbelievable. Right. What? 24 years. Yeah. 25 years. Almost. And their merch still is at the top of the list. That's insane. Kudos to the Hardys, man. Again, I I hope Jeff gets the help he needs, but dude, kudos to the Hardys. It's amazing how long this has lasted and how crazy people still are about them.
2: Yeah. It's funny too, because when you think back to your wrestling fandom, for me, at least it was the Rock and Roll Express. Sure. It was Bret Hart. Like there's those, there's those people that when their music hits, you jump out of your seat and you just start cheering like a mark. Right,
0: you had a rock and roll express pop.
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I hear it's not as big as the road warrior pop, but-
0: Nothing is.
2: (laughs) Anyways, but the Hardys was that for me. Yeah. Where they would come out and their music would hit with that, you
0: know, and you jump out of
2: your seat. You're just like, yeah, the Hardys are here, you know, cool.
0: Dude, that was me when they they came back a couple of years ago at WrestleMania. Was it 2016, 2017, whatever it was. Amazing. I was, I did not see it coming. I was not expecting it. I've talked to Eddie about this and he's like, dude, everybody saw that coming. I'm like, I did not. Like I got true Mark bumps, hair standing on my arm, excited when the Hardys' music hit. I lost my mind. And I'm like, wait a second. I'm like in my forties and I'm going crazy over this tag team that I was watching in my twenties. Like Kudos to them to keep this whole thing going and whatever versions of them, they are like Matt Hardy version one or broken Matt Hardy or broken Jeff, whatever it is, they've been able to invent reinvent themselves and invent themselves and do what they needed to do to stay relevant, stay at the top of the card, sell a ton of merch and make a gimmick that really, I, mean, I don't want to compare them to like undertaker or anything, but I mean, to create a gimmick that to this day still makes money and still gets people, like you said, Jeff, to jump out of their seats, the Hardy Boys are just, it's an incredible story, dude, and kudos to them. Man, that's yeah. that's genius, honestly. <laughs> All right, we got to move on. Enough about the Hardys. I'll stop marking out. This
2: isn't a Hardy Boys podcast, Scott.
0: But hey, I will go back to our conversation with Rad, Chad, and Keith when we did the, um, the best of exclusives. I did say one of my biggest regrets is not getting that Hardy Boys 2-pack.
2: It's funny. You and Rad Chad were talking about that. The reason I didn't get it is because I have the Jack's one.
0: Oh yeah. And it's signed and
2: it's signed. And I love it, but I do kind of have that a little bit of FOMO going on regarding that, that I don't have it, Yeah. but I yeah. just look over at my Jack's two pack and I'm like, Oh, I feel better.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling much better. It's all good now. Poor Scott, <laughs> but lucky me.
2: <laughs> Speaking of Scott, we got Scotty two hottie yellow baseball style shirt glasses. Blue Top hat last sold eBay listing June 15th for 99.99 on a buy it now.
0: Unbelievable.
2: Now I was shocked by this until I started thinking, okay, it's Scotty Tuhati's only elite. I would expect his only elite to be about maybe sixty-nine to seventy-nine dollars.
0: That would be more in the yeah, when I saw your number. I was thinking more that number you just mentioned, like more in like the $60 to $70 range, not a hundred.
2: Then I started going through the rest of the eBay listings because I couldn't believe the $99 listing. Right. So I went through the other listings. Listen to this. June 5th, Scotty 2 Hottie Elite figure sold for $125.99. Holy crap. The one previous, now these are all mint on card too. I do want to add that. The one before that, May 19th, for $139.
0: Oh, good Lord. Wow. So somebody got a bargain at 100, apparently.
2: I guess so, dude.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. No, I, I saw that number on the paper. I'm like, that's insane. Like, I was thinking more like 50 to 70, maybe 80 tops, but 100 to 140. That's crazy.
2: Yeah. As I said, it's his only elite figure. So
0: yeah it, it you know what it makes me want to see a remake of that rulers of the ring series like a brian christopher scotty too hottie uh set the two of them uh if
2: they are available to us <laughs>
0: thank you jeff you're welcome hold on <laughs> shuffling of us uh, of the steve papers steve is sending jeff a fax right now
2: if they are available to us
0: <laughs> how cool would that be to insert them into an elite assortment though
2: oh scotty too hottie and brian christopher
0: Yes, you put two cool in an elite assortment. I, I always, and we talked about it, I love when they do tag teams like that. When they answer any tag team, it could be current, it could be past, like that one where they did the Heart Foundation in an elite set, then they did the Nasty Boys. I love when they do that. Or if they bring back like a then now forever. But I think it would be great if they, if they could bring two cool back. It's been a long time since we've got a two cool assortment or tag team pack. I think it'd be great if they could do a Brian Christopher again and put Scotty with them. Like you said, it's Scotty's only elite. You're almost, what, 100 series in? Come on. Give us another one. And throw Brian Christopher in there, too.
2: Seth Rollins from his WrestleMania 33 gear gold outfit. Stick with fire at the end of it. Last sold eBay listing June 10th
0: for $20 on one bid. Stick with fire. Well done, dude. Thank you very
2: much. Well, it could just be a regular stick, you know?
0: (laughs) Stick with fire at the end of it. Specifically (laughs) not stick with fire at both ends. It's just one end.
2: It's a uh, fire lightsaber, dude. yes (laughs) the the one where it's on both ends that's like a darth maul lightsaber deal
0: that'd be like you're at a luau (laughs) yes
2: (laughs) very well done shinsuke nakamura in the red strong with a red strong style soft good shirt last sold ebay listing april 30th for 37 dollars and ty dillinger with that awesome looking entrance jacket last sold ebay listing was loose complete no carded May 23rd, it was an accepted offer under the amount of $28.50.
0: Okay. Uh, Who's our current low bar? Is it Seamus?
2: Jack Gallagher, $5. Thank you. Okay. I have a sticky note on my desk that actually says that.
0: (laughs) We track it. (laughs) Yes, we do. Like the elite stock market. (laughs) Track the low bar. At least high did not dip below Jack Gallagher.
2: So that rounds out the nostalgia segment. Scott, we've got to go talking to the listeners. We haven't talked to them in a few weeks. So I think this would be a good week to get the listener segment in.
0: Let's go talk to them. And I just want to hear from my people. Tell me, can I hear from my people? I just want to hear from my people. And I just want to listen to the listeners.
2: All right, Scott, kicking off the listener segment, the one, the only, the man that has been on the summer of saying, dude, love, and the one that sends us trivia showdowns all the time. Nate, a.k.a. skirts Let's see what Nate's got to say.
1: What is up, Jeff and Scott? Fully postable. This is skirts coming to you live from the Manhattan Center in New York City. Not exactly. But I do have another trivia challenge showdown question for you boys this week. I'm um, going to bounce back over to the Hasbro line. I want to see, this week, if you guys, between the two of you, can come up with the names of the Hasbro figures that feature the jumping mechanism. Now, it doesn't have to say that their move is a jump on the package. Uh, We're just looking for the mechanism that makes figures jump. I know you know what I'm talking about. These are figures that have the giant spring to where their torso goes down over their legs... And they all feature a nice, attractive hunchback to help make that mechanism work. For the purposes of today's question, we are not counting Marty Jannetty because I could never get him to jump as a kid, and I'm pretty sure that that's supposed to be some sort of a poorly executed drop kick mechanism. So that will not be counted. Um, according to my calculations, I count 12 figures. That feature the jumping mechanism. Can you guys come up with the 12? Good luck.
2: Scott, since you are remote and most hotels do have pen and paper.
0: Uh, Unfortunately, this one does not.
2: (laughs) Budget cuts, man. They got to make the budget cuts
0: somewhere. Two bedrooms, two bathrooms, stove, washer, dryer, refrigerator, dishwasher, (laughs) coffee maker, toaster. Hair dryer, no pen, no paper, WTF hotel.
2: Okay. So do you want to go back and forth or do you want to just start throwing them out there?
0: Let's just start throwing them out there.
2: Okay. So you and I are in a tag team at this week.
0: Yes, we are. Cause we got 12 names to knock out.
2: Okay. Perfect. Okay. So I'll start off with Jimmy Snuka.
0: Well, okay. Got it. I was actually going to think like, let's go series one.
2: Okay. So Jimmy Snuka.
0: That was in series one.
2: Yeah, it's close enough. Anyways, Jimmy Snuka.
0: It's <laughs> close enough. <laughs> you just wanted to get the name out there.
2: Uh, Jimmy Snuka. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, so we have Jimmy Snuka down. <laughs> uh, Ultimate Warrior Series 1. Ultimate Warrior.
2: I'm going to go Hawk.
0: Okay, we are up to three. Coco, beware. Coco. Shawn Michaels. The Rockers. Or, the back. Rockers, yeah. Yep, so he already disqualified Genetti So that I actually was thinking in my head, like, does Jannetty count?
2: Okay, so um, why don't you go ahead again?
0: So we got five.
2: One, two,
0: three, four, five. Theresa, <laughs> We need seven more.
2: By the way, if nobody gets that joke, it's a Monty Python joke.
0: Oh, because yeah, we use it all the time.
2: Yeah, because we quote Monty Python and stepbrothers like religiously on the show.
0: Yeah, that's what nerds do. Okay, enough wasting time.
2: Sorry, 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 sorry. We need another- Back to the game. Okay, so we need number six. We're doing well. <laughs>
0: we're not even halfway there. That's the oh. what Bon Jovi said.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're going to be living on a prayer, as the great Bon Jovi says.
0: <laughs> uh Ricky Steamboat, that's 6, we're halfway there.
2: Okay, okay. Living on a prayer. <laughs> uh I'm going while Scott thinks of more, I'm going to throw out a fully posable fun fact for the week. Ricky Rackman was in November Rain in Guns N Roses video. Fully posable fun facts. Just throwing that out there.
0: Has nothing to do with wrestling figures. But everything to do with Guns N' Roses. Just wasting time. (laughs) Excellent.
2: That's what we call in the podcasting world, filler.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well done, dude. Very professional. Uh,
2: Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, back to the game. Back to the game. Okay.
0: Back to the game. We're up to six.
2: Okay, so no Taker, no Brett, no Bulldog. Doink was not. I'm just kind of jumping all over the board. Bigelow, no. Anybody in Series 8? Luger, Yoko, Bigelow, Brett taker no okay so series eight is out
0: giant gonzalez surprisingly was not a jumpy action (laughs) nor andre the giant
2: giant gonzalez didn't have much action in the ring (laughs) the coolest thing he ever did was take out chloroform yeah
0: (laughs) it's quite a finisher (laughs) time to go to sleep kids
2: (laughs) greg valentine did not honky tonk man did not
0: neither of the bushwhackers
2: nope no Not, Hogan's. No hat no nasties.
0: No DBIASI, nor No IRS. No boss man. No Akeem. No Jake. No Rude. Oh, the Macho Man in the White Jacket. Okay. So up to seven. Seven. Five more. Okay. Brutus Beefcake Series One. Beautiful. We're up to eight.
2: So this is like the little brother just waiting for the big brother to just throw out answers.
0: <laughs> You're not helping
2: Copying off your test
0: <laughs> This is what I get For not having pen and paper At my location Apparently you've just become The court uh, note taker <laughs> And I'm sitting here on the stand Under the microscope
2: what, what, What's that person called A stroganoffer
0: I didn't poop on Johnny Depp's bed Get me <laughs> off this stand right now That <laughs> well, wasn't <it> human <laughs> Oh my god dude We're up to eight We need four more
2: Mr. Perfect no No hogan no we got savage
0: yeah we got the ultimate warrior one uh head shrinkers both of them
2: oh samu fatu
0: so nine and ten i'm really glad you're here for this (laughs) thank you for contributing snooka by the way (laughs) quite the helper this one
2: Uh, i'm always here for you dude
0: (laughs) neither of the steiners
2: nope the green card
0: yeah, so we had one, two, three, kid. No, the no. Smoking Guns, neither of them had it.
2: Yoko didn't have it. Ludwig nope. didn't. Nope. didn't have it.
0: Nope, Evil Adam- Crush did not.
2: Adam-, Adam Bomb didn't. Okay, so green card and red cards are out.
0: Yep, so thinking purple cards, that would have been the Doink, DiBiase, Steiner Brothers, Undertaker was not in that one. Mountie didn't. God, it's, we always do this. We get down to like one name. Oh,
2: Daniel Bryan and... <laughs> Goldberg, perfect. We got it.
0: You got you even added an extra name. Well done.
2: Oh, I thought we just needed two more.
0: <laughs> no, we only need one more, dude. Nine, ten. No, we need two more. Oh, it's twelve, not eleven. Yep. Oh, yeah, you were right. So you did add the other two. Oh my goodness. I, this is what's funny to me too is the people listening are probably screaming into their devices right now
2: after we do one of Nate's questions. People will be texting me or DMing me saying, I was screaming so-and-so's name. And the- <laughs> GBM has done it. Keith has done it. I, I love be- it. <laughs> I've had people slide into the DMs and they're like, oh my God, how did you forget that? I was like, when you're on the air. It,
0: you're, you're on the spot. It's like when you watch Wheel of Fortune or you're watching Price is Right and you're like screaming at your television like, you idiot. Like, the,
2: Yeah, the best way to put it is who wants to be a
0: millionaire? Yes, for sure. For that sure. was
2: That was the ultimate one.
0: Yeah, and we don't research these. Like, I didn't know this was going to be a question until literally before the segment. Because we cannot cheat. Correct.
2: As I said, we don't have intelligence, but we got integrity.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Got to have at least one of the eyes.
2: Well, actually, you have the intelligence on this one, I'll tell you.
0: Uh, I don't know, dude. I'm feeling horrible about these last two.
2: So after a long deliberation, the last two we were missing was Repo Man and Kamala. As most of you will probably be DMing or texting about,
0: yeah, I had to cheat, dude. <laughs> I had to look. So we tapped at 10. We got 10 at 12. I, I would have sat here and racked my brain for the next hour and would have completely blanked on Repo Man and Kamala.
2: Nate, you did it to us again, you sneaky, sneaky man.
0: You know who would aced that was Rad Chat and Keith.
2: Oh, dude, we could have just gave them the question and they would have just ran with it.
0: It literally would have been like 12 answers for a, they were like a second each. That would have taken them less than 30 seconds to come up with those.
2: Yep. Nate, thank you very much, man. Scott, moving over to Josh Thompson. Hey, Jeff and Scott, JT here, back with that biweekly submission. This week, I wanted to give you guys my predictions on what we're going to see from Mattel, Jazzwares for Comic-Con. I'm also going to give predictions for FTC and Boss Fight Studios. Let's start with Mattel. Starting off with Mattel Creations, I think the next play set is going to be one of the following. Piper's Pit with Hogan, Andre, Piper, and Heenan. A backstage locker room playset that's pretty much the same as the diorama locker room Mattel showed off before with Gorilla Monsoon and Heenan, Jimmy Hart and Mean Gene, and a Raw's War entrance set that's either the cardboard one we saw at Access or basically what Nate has in his Russell Cave. Elite ninety-five through one hundred will be shown off. Elite figures we'll see include Omos, Viking Raiders, Gunther, Cody Rhodes, Braun Baker, Chad Gable. Updated Otis, Veer, Madcap Moss, Rick Boogs. I hate that name so much. Rick Boogs. (laughs) Rick and Scott Steiner and Double J Jeff Jarrett. I like it. Moving over to Jazzwares. The Hangman Adam Page horse playset will be shown off and will most likely be a ringside exclusive. Horse playset? What did you say? (laughs) Can I tell a funny story real quick? Please do. So, sorry, JT. Dad used to like to go to the Oakland airport and he used to like to watch the planes take off. So one day I was like, Dad, can I go with you to the Oakland airport? And he goes, Yeah, come on, son. So sure enough, we went to the Oakland airport and we watched planes take off. So we got back and mom was there and she goes, Jeff, where'd you guys go? And I was all, we went to the whore port. Mom looks at dad and goes, Where did you take him? <laughs> I was like the whore port. For some reason I could say airport and I already had those on my mind. So <laughs> wow.
0: At, at
2: the lovely age of like four or five. <laughs>
0: Did that give you a couple bucks before you walked in or (laughs) what?
2: You get to pick your own, son. (laughs) Anyway. Figures we'll see include Angelico from Jazzwares. Figures we'll see include Angelico, both members of Acclaimed, the Sons of Billy Gunn, Varsity Blondes, Brock Anderson, Colt Cabana, Dan Housen, Jay Lethal, Ethan Page, Mark Henry, Mark Sterling, Private Party, Matt Seidel, Swerve Strickland, Tony Nese, and Wheeler Utah. A possible... ROH line will be announced. Let's go over to Boss Fight Studios. Since it's already been announced, here is who I think will be line one and two of the MLW line. Line one will be Hammerstone with MLW World Heavyweight Championship, Jacob Fatu, Ross and Marshall Von Eric. Line two, Richard Holiday, EJ Naduka, and Calvin Tankman coming with the MLW Tag Team Championships along with Davey Richards. FTC, only prediction I have for FTC is that the more articulated ref will be coming out anywhere from late 22 to spring, 2023. So those are my prediction boys. What do you think? And what predictions do you have? Oh man. So we've already talked about what we think the special figure is for this SDC exclusive. So I'm saying Tyson.
0: I like that call.
2: I think that there's going to be some special packaging for elite 100 and that will
0: be shown for sure. Yeah, well, I think they've even talked about that. They said that there was definitely going to be some sort of special packaging for because they did something special with Basic 100. Correct. And yeah, they'll do something for elites for sure.
2: Um, I think they're going to surprise us with a few new legends. I I do have that feeling that Steiner Brothers are coming.
0: Agree. Yeah, I think that's going to be the big, big one from Comic-Con this year.
2: Scott, what do you think is going to be the big reveals at
0: SDCC? Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think the Steiner Brothers are going to be the big one coming out of it. Uh, you were probably going to see the next Mattel creations announced. I'm um, sticking with the raw stage. The right. It'll be just like the new generation set, but it'll be raw attitude era themed attitude. Era gets a lot of love from people. That's honestly where I think the Tyson's going to fit in. I love your idea of Tyson as the exclusive. I hope it's true, but that would kind of change my prediction for the Mattel creation thing. So I'm sticking with Mattel creations is where we'll see Tyson. I hope it's Piper's pit too. Like I, I would probably buy Piper's pit over a Raw set to be on. I mean, I'm going to get in either way, but right. if I had my preference, there haven't been many, if any Piper's pit sets and to get a true one, I think would be absolutely incredible. Money says if they do a Piper's pit, it would be something along the lines of the WrestleMania three announcement. <laughs> but dude, how funny would it be if it was Orton Piper and the Haiti kid? <laughs>
2: why the Haiti kid
0: remember they shaved his head
2: well I remember that but
0: (laughs) that's why it would be hilarious like a Haiti kid with a half-shaven head (laughs) it's not gonna be amazing I don't think they're going that route Scott dude (laughs) well we're also probably not going to get a Jimmy Snuka figure so it wouldn't be Piper and Orton and Jimmy Snuka with broken coconuts right that wouldn't happen makes more sense to go the Wrestlemania 3 route yeah so I'm saying either one of those. I think JT's definitely right with the Piper's Pit. We had talked about that with Rad Chad and uh, Keith as well. Piper's Pit or Raw—that's where I'm leaning from Mattel Creation. The exclusive, man, Ugh. is they're so all over the place with what they bring out at Comic Con as the exclusive. It, it's it's so hard to guess it. You know what? I'm going to go tried and true, just like any special guest or surprise mystery partner back in the day was ultimate warrior. I'm going to blow my mind this year at San Diego Comic-Con. Finally, the Gobbledygooker. Anyways, with with breakable egg.
2: You've been saying that since episode 1 on the show.
0: <laughs> and what does that tell you? I really want a Gobbledygooker in my collection.
2: I think a lot of people do.
0: And they'd better cap it at 1, damn it, cuz that thing's going to go quick. Watch
2: for AEW. I think we're going to get more Supreme announcements, for maybe sure. some more yeah. renderings, because I think there's a lot of excitement regarding those figures, despite the price point.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. You're getting your money's worth though. Like gripe about the price point, but it's still at like 39.99, 99. That's, that's a hell of a deal for what you're getting.
2: That'd be cool if they did like Jericho, like in a boy band.
0: Well, that's the cool thing is like, you can do something like that and give us three different versions of the same guy. Just with interchangeable pieces, like I love that. I think that that is the most clever part of the Supreme line. Is you're getting two or three figures in one, yep. so a thirty or forty dollar price, or more specifically, a forty dollar price point, no issue with that at all. Yep. JT,
2: thank you for your question. But for now, we must round out the show so we can get Scott to go eat sushi.
0: Uh, no. So we can get Scott to go uh, make a beverage,
2: blackened water.
0: We'll see. Maybe. I got a little sweet and sour over there, too. All right.
2: What we want you guys to do is if you're in the hunt for LJNs, Gloobs, Hasbros, Just Toys, Bendums, Defining Moments, and Retros, we want you guys to go check out WrestlingToyTracker.com. There you can find the three-month averages of what those figures have been selling for on eBay. So, again, WrestlingToyTracker.com. Come! I'm gonna run down the podcasting buddies real, real quick. We've got Breaker and Bane, of course, kicking it off. Check out Breaker's side project. You know it's fake, right? Also, we've got PPW Podcast going on with Steve and Eric as well. We got the Chick Folly Show with Sashina and Marco. Also, we got Justin with the Great Wrestling Cheers. He was so excited when we had Matt on the show. Was he really? He was very excited. He was texting me. He was like, so stoked, dude. We got RJ with ringside rant. We got Marty and Rucker doing boot to the face. Tim is pulling up a chair with the fig life community. We got the in the marbles pod and in the marbles pod is a NASCAR vroom vroom podcast with Ethan and soda hunter. It's actually a pretty funny show. We also got, Oh,
0: it's time for some drunk wrestling history. You got something this week, Scott. Yes. It is a chug chug show. Chug chug show. What's that? Like the vroom vroom show. Oh, I see what you did there. But That's this good. Is a Chug chug show. See.
2: Oh, okay. I'm going to try to do that next week. So like breaker <laughs> Bane is a ha ha show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Give us a follow on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk show that dropped this past Friday was involving the invasion. And that kicks off an entire month of invasion related lines or podcasts. I should say, because Jeff, did you know that the invasion storyline is 21 years old now?
2: Oh, God, that makes me feel old.
0: Well, it's old enough to drink, so it fits into the Drunk Wrestling History line of podcasting, see?
2: Ah, so I want to hear if the listeners actually drink with you on the show. So, like, they start the show and just start drinking.
0: We've had people that have called in, and they've been drinking.
2: I've heard that. That was uh, Eric from Doing the Favor won the
0: the shirt. He did. He did. Um, It's just fun. Get drunk. Talk about wrestling. This month, it's all about the Invasion, the entire month of July, all about Invasion. We kick it off with the Invasion pay-per-view. Give it a listen. You can find it wherever you find your other podcasts at. Because we're Drunk Wrestling History, we're not always accurate, but we are always drunk.
2: Uh, Dude, so I do want to bring up something on the Drunk Wrestling History. Yes. So I was listening back to when Austin walked out of the company.
0: Right, yes. He took his ball and went home.
2: Yes. An employee that has been... Sometimes is disgruntled. There is times where you get to that point and you're like, I can't do this anymore. So I'm not defending Austin, but at the same time, I totally see where he's coming from. Cause I've been that employee, you know, numerous times over where I really wanted to take my ball, but I don't have star power, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I can't just go walk onto a movie set or anything like that, or walk into another company and just have Steve Austin's name attached to me, you know?
0: Well, yeah, your bank accounts are, are very, di- very, very different. Very different. <laughs> much. Yeah.
2: So anyways, I understand why Austin did it. He's always said that it's hurt him financially by doing that. And you got to pay the price. You got to pay the piper. Sure. You know, for doing something like that. But at the same time, as a disgruntled employee, I get it.
0: Yeah. It's one of those things when you listen back to it or you read the story, like you can kind of see both sides. Mm-hmm. You can see why WWF was pissed and you can see why Austin walked. It's just one of those, nobody won. Really? Yeah. Neither side won both sides was both sides were worse for it and it sucks that it had to happen, but yeah, I can, I can totally see both sides. You've got the wrestling community that is like, you should be doing things the right way. And then you've got a guy who's worked so hard to basically build this character with wwe's backing of course you have the machine behind them but you've built up this this entity and now you're gonna have them go out and just lose for no reason like wait why there was no long-term line or storyline with it it was just so haphazardly thrown together and god why would he want to do that so you can definitely see both sides of it it's it's again nobody won but it is an interesting story for sure absolutely so
2: anyways i kind of wanted to touch on that real quick and also check out marty and sarah love wrestling scott roll call
0: yes gonna throw it out to jason wolf give him a follow on his social medias at the art of jason wolf get in touch with him commission some artwork if you're following him on facebook right now he's actually doing some really cool tutorials on drawing and he's giving you all sorts of tips shading whatnot. Jason is the man and he's given the tips. Go check him out on Facebook right now. Again, all of his social media platforms, the art of Jason Wolf artwork. He's your guy. If you want to check out his custom chop shop with custom Hasbros, you should definitely get those a look too. again, the great Jason Wolf. And finally, Jeff, of course, beard ciders, wait, beard ciders,
2: beard really, you know? cider. Is that like apple cider? <laughs> is that like hard cider, <laughs> but with beard hairs?
0: It's like is it- Martinelli's apple ciders.
2: <laughs> beard hair and butt hairs.
0: <laughs> Let me redo that one. <laughs> Dot com. This is Bain's this baby is, right here. This is
2: Bain's baby right here. Mm-hmm. Uh huh.
0: Waxes. Waxes. Oils.
2: Beard, oh, beard oils.
0: Yes. Beard oils, Jeff. Very good. All for your beard. All for your beard. Keep your beard looking and smelling fresh. Keeping
2: your beard looking and smelling fresh.
0: Because, because Jeff, Jeff, you don't want your beard hairs, beard hairs. smelling smell like, like, your, like butt your butt hairs. hairs. Outsiders Outsiders Beardco Beardco dot com. Dot com.
2: You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of when Damien Sandow was shadowing Miz.
0: <laughs> Not nearly as entertaining.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> true.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and does that round out roll call?
0: And Jeff, that rounds out roll call.
2: All right, let's get you to your fine beverage on your vacations. And I'm glad you had a good time at Disneyland.
0: It was and- a blast, dude. We loved it.
2: Good, man. Did you get a churro?
0: Uh, I did get one churro. Okay. I did okay. not get a turkey leg, but I did get a chimichanga.
2: You got a walking around chimichanga.
0: I got a walking around chimichanga. Shannon made sure to send you a picture.
2: Yes. Um, apparently that has become a big thing in our office now.
0: Walking around food?
2: Walking around food. So nice. Eric, Eric likes walking around burritos. So he, he walks around Alameda while eating a burrito. So walking around burrito is a, uh, is a thing now.
0: See, the beauty of Disneyland, you can have a walking around anything.
2: Uh Yeah, you could even have a walking around beignet.
0: Oh yeah, walking around beignet. You can do a walking around turkey leg if you'd like. Oh uh, yeah. I did the walking around chimichanga. It was delicious. First couple of bites were a little bit too chewy. Like maybe it had been sitting there a minute, but like once you got past that outside crust and you got like to the middle, oh dude, it was so good.
2: It was money, huh? Yeah?
0: Oh, love some Disney chimichangas. Outstanding. Uh, yeah, it basically ate our way through the park. We had so much fun, dude. It was a blast. Can't wait to go back in November. Awesome,
2: man. Well, for episode 337, anything else?
0: Stay safe, stay healthy. Big lessons 2016 and happy toy hunting.
2: I want to thank everyone for listening to episode 337. We got GBM up next on the summer of saying, do love hashtag fig life. Adios. Uh, Let's go.